Hey winner, welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I am so glad you're here with me today. And today is the marking of one year of podcasting. Red Hot Mindset has been around for a year and I am super excited about it. So today I thought I would come on and share with you a few things that I have learned throughout the year. And I think that you will be able to have some takeaways with them as well for your own life. And I also have some updates from prior guests. I think it's really fun to hear struggle victory stories or to hear about a dream come true from guests, but I also think it's really cool to follow up with them, to see where they're at now, what they're working on, maybe something they struggled through. And this past year, I think that many of us, actually probably all of us struggled through something. So it's really fun to have them share with you some of the things that they've learned throughout this past year as well. One year is a huge milestone in the podcasting industry. Many podcasts don't make it past eight episodes. And so to be able to make it and to consistently be providing content that um, hopefully is providing a bunch of value for you, if it is, I'd love to hear from you what you're liking about the podcast. I'd also love to ask you if you wouldn't mind uh, giving it a five-star review. Give the Red Hot Mindset a five-star review or leave a review, a comment review as well to let me know what kind of value you're getting from it. Uh, the reviews are really huge in helping people find the podcast who need this message. So here's how today's gonna go. I'm gonna give you one of the lessons I've learned followed by a couple of my former guests sharing some of their updates and some encouragement for you. And then I'm gonna go into the second lesson and so on. And I think this is gonna be a fun episode. So let's step into the fire and let's get chatting. Welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and through this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you step into the fire of refinement so God can mold and transform you into a woman ready to step into your calling and crush your goals his way. I do this by helping you overcome your mental barriers through a faith-based approach of building inner strength and resilience. Each episode, I will bring you thought process, productivity tips, and inspirational stories from everyday people, all so you can live intentionally and move forward confidently with the gifts God has given you. As a running enthusiast, I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. learned a lot in my podcasting this past year. Now, the year before 2019, I started a YouTube channel, which is kind of like a video podcast, but I decided to branch out into regular podcasting in 2020, March of 2020 to be exact, right in the middle of all the turmoil and chaos going on in the world. But I have a broadcast background and I have always loved being able to just share and having a platform to be able to share a message, to share other stories, and that's why I decided to move into podcasting. And I'm telling you, it was one of the best decisions I could have ever made. I'm still working on growing the podcast, I'm working on a lot of things and working on myself and growing myself, but in this past year, I have learned so many valuable lessons. The first lesson that I've learned, and maybe some of this comes from just the year itself too, but the first lesson I learned in podcasting is that I need to be authentically me. And I think that's true in any area that we are in, in any role that we're in, in any job, we need to be willing to be authentically us. And what I mean by that is not really, so there's so many podcasters out there and I could be looking at each and every one of them and comparing myself to them going, oh, I don't do it like that or I wish I did it like that or I wish I sounded like her and they have it all together, oh my goodness, they have a great podcast, and just really doing the comparison game and then trying to be like them. And I'm gonna tell you that doesn't work. I have tried it. I've tried to incorporate what I like about other people into the podcast, but usually it comes off as non-authentic. Like it comes off more scripted or more just not who I am. So this past year, I've learned that really I just need to come bearing who I am. I need to come to you and talk to you real and raw. And I might not be telling you all the things that are going on in my life currently or all the struggles that I'm having currently, 
but I am willing to share with you the things I've overcome so that it can help inspire you to grow and change and to go over, overcome your own struggles and trials. And I think this all started really when we moved from Minnesota to Colorado back in May. I left my high heels in Minnesota. <laughs> not that I had that many of them, but I'm telling you, I hate high heels. I am not the dress up girl. You're going to find me in athletic gear most of the time. And so I just didn't want them with me. I felt like they were just baggage. And um, so I left them at, at home, I would say at home, but in Minnesota. And what I've learned from that is being authentically me or being authentically you means coming the way you are. And if you love athletic gear like I do, don't be ashamed to wear it. If you love dresses, wear dresses. If you love those heels, you rock those heels. But it does, you don't have to look like everybody else and you don't have to act like everyone else and you don't have to talk like everyone else. You need to be you and let God work through you. And I think that the beauty is when we really are willing to step into our calling where we feel God is calling us to and we're willing to surrender to him and say, God, I'm here for you. I'm here for this. I'm here for whatever it is that you want me to be doing. There's something beautiful about it. And people resonate with it. So that is number one. Be authentically you. Everybody else is taken. Nobody wants a clone. Nobody wants these robots. They want you. They want you real and raw. They want you to share your own struggle victories. And they want you to show up who you are. All of these guests shared their amazing stories, their struggle victory stories uh, with us throughout the last year. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to them and you want to go back, I'm going to make sure to link their podcast episode in the show notes for you. And also a couple of them have some books or some different journals and things that they've created. So I'm going to link those as well, just so you can have easy access so you can connect with them. The first guest you're going to hear from today is Natalie Hawkins from Not Another Runner podcast. And she and I had our interview back in May, and we talked about her struggle victory story with her mental health journey. It was a 14-year struggle that she had to work through to overcome, to find a joy-filled life now, which she does have, and it's super exciting. But she, on her Instagram and on her podcast, she shares the daily struggles that she has uh, because she's had a injury that has kept her from doing what she loves, which is running. And she is working on staying mentally tough every day so that she doesn't go back into that place, that mental health low that she has experienced in the past. And she is a strong woman through and through. She exudes positivity in all she does. And I was just excited to have her as a guest on Red Hot Mindset. Congratulations, Gabe, on this massive milestone of one year anniversary of the podcast. I remember hitting one year and it is just an exciting time. So well done and congratulations to you and wishing many more anniversaries of the podcast to come. So um, I'm Natalie and I was a guest on Red Hot Mindset podcast a little while back. I'm the host of Not Another Runner podcast. Since myself and Gabe caught up last must have been May 2020, if I'm right. Um, I haven't done a lot of running. Um, still ongoing with an injury, um, but I am able to walk. I do walk a lot, which is great because it gives me that headspace that running used to give me. Um, I've been doing a lot of yoga. Can't do much other exercise, really, without getting into um, pain afterwards. So I avoid... Um, strenuous exercise and keep to walking yoga and really moderate exercise so I am so very grateful very lucky that I can do that and get out especially during these times and with the lockdown and not being able to see family and friends in person um, it just still allows me to have that me time so really grateful for that um, one thing that I'm also grateful for and that I learned in 2020 was something that Gabe had taught me whilst I interviewed her for my podcast and that was to set an intention before doing something. It's something so simple yet overlooked and after myself and Gabe had that chat for Not Another Runner podcast, it is something that has always stuck with me. So if I go to do something or I'm feeling nervous, anxious or I have something important coming up, 
um, or even just like on a normal day, I will think to myself, right, what do I want to achieve? You know, what, what do I want the outcome to be? You know, what's my intention of this? What is my goal or, or my aims? And it does just give me that time to ground and be able to think, right, this is what I want. This is how I'm going to get it. And it gives me that peace and stillness before um, entering perhaps an, an, an anxious um, or worry or fretful state so it allows me to prevent that from happening so really grateful for that it's a huge lesson so simple but it's really really um easy to put into practice in your daily life um so again just want to wish you all the luck um to you gabe for the podcast red hot mindset you're doing amazing i love the show i listen all the time um and just wishing all of the listeners well for this year 2021 hoping everyone is staying relatively hopeful and um you know positive shall we say for the future and if you're having bad days that is okay too so just a little bit of encouragement from myself um and something that i would offer you guys as listeners um as one piece of advice then to to keep moving forward, to keep getting up and getting going, would be to give yourself time for yourself. So it sounds simple, but how often is it that we go to go and do a run, a workout, but we're actually multitasking, we might ring someone, or we may be having the dinner cooking behind us and we're trying to do our workout, but also seeing to dinner. Um, give yourself time, 20 minutes a day, and it doesn't have to be exercise, it could be anything, it could be reading a book, but time for yourself. So reading a book, listening to music, going for a walk, having a long bath, um, baking, anything that allows you an opportunity to switch off and not be forward thinking of, of all your plans and everything that you've got going around in your head. So 20 minutes of time to switch off and just enjoy and just to be. Um, it could be quite a mindfulness exercise that could actually give you more motivation, if I get my words out, motivation, inspiration, calmness, peace, and um, all of those great good feel factor. Um, yeah, that would be my, my biggest advice. That's something that I've been trying to do daily since this new year, giving myself 20 minutes a day to do something that I love doing um, and giving myself the opportunity to switch off before I switch on. So wishing everyone well, and hoping that everyone is able to stay positive, hopeful, healthy, and that you get up and get going because you never regret going, but you always regret not going. The next guest had a flesh-eating bacteria that left her in a three-week coma. And because of that, because of the flesh-eating bacteria, it had gotten bad enough that they needed to amputate both of her arms and her legs. Talk about a struggle victory story because from that, she has launched a platform where she gets to inspire others every day to take control of their life, to find joy and gratitude no matter the circumstances. And if anyone is an excuse remover, Wendy Wallace is. And I'm excited for you to hear her updates and her encouragement about this past year. Hi, everybody. My name is Wendy. I am with One Exceptional Life. And back in October, I shared my story about overcoming flesh-eating bacterial uh, bacteria and quadruple amputations. And through my recovery and moving on, I was able to take the lessons that I have learned in the process and share them with not only my audience on One Exceptional Life, but all throughout the internet and with Gabe and you guys in her podcast. And my message has always been that you have the power to overcome any challenge through faith and prayer, gratitude, kindness, and positivity. Updates that I've experienced in the last six months, I would say since the original podcast, is uh, we 
were empty nesters. We got to visit our kids in North Dakota, at least two of them, which was a, a great blessing. We live in New Hampshire. Um, so seeing our kids, any opportunity that we can is a, is a good thing. Um, I continue to share the topics of faith and gratitude and positivity with my audience. My audience is growing. So that's just such a wonderful blessing to me. I launched two new products on my blog. The first one is called Faith Over Fear, which helps people dig into God's word on the topics of faith and fear and peace. We talk about prayer and gratitude and kindness and it's just a great big printable toolkit that I am really excited to have launched. And then the second product is my Blessings Jar Kit. Um, gratitude is a huge thing for me. I believe that praising God for all the goodness, everything that goes on in our lives is important. And we know what a Blessings Jar Kit is. So I created the all the goodies to create one except the mason jar. Um, I want to encourage you, you know, we are living in an interesting time for Christians. I want to encourage you to develop and grow your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And, you know, I found this quote, I'm going to read it. So my eyes are going to look a little differently here, but um, it says, faith doesn't always take you out of the problem. Faith takes you through the problem. Faith doesn't always take away the pain. Faith gives you the ability to handle the pain. Faith doesn't always take you out of the storm. Faith calms you in the midst of the storm. I don't know who wrote that, but it's just a really awesome example of what you can do when you put your faith in Jesus Christ. Never take your many blessings for granted. Um, you know, having gone through a bacterial infection that took both hands and both feet, I count my challenges as blessings as well, because had that not happened, I wouldn't have been able to reach the people that I have reached and helped the people that I have helped. So, you know, count it all joy when you fall into temptations because the trying of your patience brings you to a better, more perfect person in Christ. So, Gabe, I want to congratulate you on your first anniversary. You're doing a great thing here, and I'm praying that your next anniversary and everyone after that you're able to just reach more and more people. Um, and I'm really excited for you. So thanks for the opportunity to talk to you here today. And I hope you have a great day. Here's the second lesson that I've learned in the last year of podcasting. And it actually kind of relates back to being authentically you, but it's about comparison. Don't worry about what other podcasters are doing. And this can really relate to anything in life. Again, don't worry about what anyone else is doing. You follow what you feel called to do. You follow what God has placed in your heart. Follow the Holy Spirit and let him work through you. You know, something that I have done in the past is had shiny object syndrome. Do you know what that is? <laughs> shiny object syndrome is about seeing all the things other people are doing or seeing the next best thing and thinking you need to incorporate it all right away and or thinking that you have to do everything at once instead of just focusing it on the one thing. And what I have learned this year is that it's better to simplify and focus in on the one thing that I'm feeling called to, that I'm feeling led to, and to let the Holy Spirit guide me. Let him help me with the words that I need to say and the things I need to do, and to really put those blinders on and not look to the left and not look to the right and stay on track to where I'm feeling called, where I feel like God's calling me until he tells me to shift 
or until he tells me to add something. And when I look at what everyone else is doing, when I look at what the next podcaster does or what's the new algorithm or what is um, hot right now, then I'm missing out on what I'm supposed to be doing right now and I can't do my best and I can't have excellence in that. Honestly, I think about that with social media. There's so many things, new things. TikTok came out and Clubhouse and Instagram stories and Facebook stories and now Reels. And there's so many things that can take and consume our minds. And a lot of people say, oh, you have to be here and you have to be there. Oh, in order to uh, get your message out there, you have to be on this platform. You need to be on all platforms. And that's not the case. You need to focus in, well, me, I have to focus in on where I'm feeling is best for me. And it's the same for you too. There's so much noise in the world and we have to get away from the noise and be okay with the quiet to hear the quiet whispers of God and what he has for us. And so I haven't really gotten into reels. I hardly do stories anymore because I just, I'm not feeling called to it right now. I'm not feeling called to be on social media 24 hours a day. And so I go on, I try and have some community. I like to fellowship on there. I've gained some great friends over this past year just being online, but I also don't want it to consume me because I know that what I'm supposed to be doing is something different. And so don't look at what everyone else is doing. Do what you're called to and do it well. Here's the other thing about not worrying about what other people are doing. Uh, this past year, I've learned that I need to focus in on the people I feel called to talk to. And it took me a really long time to understand this. Even with my first book, Mind Over Marathon, Overcoming Mental Barriers in the Race of Life, when I was writing it, I wanted to write it for the masses because I wanted to help inspire everybody to dream. I wanted to give everybody a chance to have the joy of taking a goal from the start to the finish. And though I believe that anybody can read the book, and get something out of it. Anybody could enjoy it. I do feel like I didn't take advantage of trying to hone in on who it was I'm speaking to. Who was this message directed to? And this past year, instead of listening to what everyone else says about who I should be talking to or what I should be doing, I took time to just really pray and seek God to say, what is it that you want from me? And what kept coming up is that I talk to other mother runners, faith-fueled mother runners, and I help them in their productivity, in their spiritual growth, and in their goals so that they can live intentionally and be present for their kids and be the best example for their kids. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm not talking to anybody else. It just means that I need to be authentically me and I talk about running. Running is a passion of mine and it's an analogy that I use for life all the time. So a lot of the lessons, a lot of the teachings that I have are based in running. So that's why I probably do cater toward a mother runner, but it doesn't mean that other Christian women or other women can't enjoy Red Hot Mindset. But I did have to learn that I needed to speak to that one person and speak to that person I'm feeling called to speak to. And part of that is really, I'm speaking to me. Isn't that so funny? The things that we learn, the lessons we learn, um, the trials we go through, that's what shapes our message. And so I learned this year that I really needed to hone in on who it was that this message is for. Okay, the next guest is one of my mother runners and she is a Boston qualifier from 2020, ran the virtual marathon because obviously 2020 was canceled. Uh, but I'm excited for you to hear her update on what's been going on in the past year for her, how her running's been going, and what she is excited for in the future. Jen Bergstrom is a fellow Minnesotan. I know I'm not a Minnesotan anymore. I'm a Coloradan, but I'm a Minnesotan at heart, and she is from Minnesota. And so we just had a really great conversation on our podcast together back in the fall. So here she is. Hi. John Bergs from here. I am excited to be back um, to give you an update. I'm excited for Red Hot Mindset podcast and having their one year anniversary. So it's very exciting. 
um, for the podcast as well as runners to be able to give an update as to where they've been. So I have a wonderful husband who supports my running, and I have two children, a couple furry animals as well. Uh, last time we chatted, I had just BQ'd um, at Grandma's Marathon in Minnesota after having run a previous BQ a few weeks prior, but not feeling comfortable about the cushion. So um, I was accepted into the Boston Marathon for Boston 2020. I was really, really, really excited about um, being able to run that marathon. Um, but COVID got in the way and there's nothing that, that we can really do um, when things come up like that, we just kind of have to roll with it. So, um, I was pretty much in marathon training mode from December of 2019 until September of 2020, uh, with all of the other marathons that I had scheduled or, um, was trying to run and they were all postponed. Um, the, the last chance that I had was Fargo, they were supposed to run in August of 2020, and at the end of July, they decided that they were also going to go virtual like many of the other races had decided. Um, I have two soul sisters that um, I love running with. They motivate me um, in so many ways. Uh, they are strong women, strong mothers. Um, and just very encouraging and enjoy being able to run with them. We spent countless hours looking at different marathons and trying to find something that we could run to put all of our training towards. We found one marathon in the Black Hills, which would have been a 13-hour drive, and it just didn't seem super feasible, but... <laughs> We did it on the 14th of August. We registered for the race, which was going to be the following weekend. And on a Friday afternoon, we jumped in a car and drove halfway across South Dakota. Um, spent a night in Mitchell, South Dakota, went and saw the Corn Palace and um, then finished the drive to Spearfish. And when we got into Spearfish, we decided to drive the course. Um, and the course was beautiful, but there's always things that you're not necessarily ready for or expecting, such as gravel a couple of spots um, within the race, um, as well as the heat. The temperatures when we got into Spearfish were in the 90s, and it just was something where I really wanted to be Q because obviously we don't know what's going to happen with their qualifying times, but just because I had put in so much training during 2020, I wanted to see what my fitness level was. So many things just kept coming up that we just didn't expect. We weren't prepared for from the temperature standpoint for it to be as hot as it was. But as we were driving the course, I had nothing but excitement, some nerves and fears um, and worries, but mainly just excitement. And I was excited and felt privileged to be able to run an in-person race in 2020. Um, we went and did our shakeout run and it was miserably hot, but we did it. And, you know, again, it's just one of those things where it's just excitement and it's, it's part of the race preparation. Um, we learned that earbuds were not allowed on the course because it was an open course and you were running the shoulder of um, a busy road and there was no cell service. So all of the things that I had in training in terms of music and um, just having comforts, I wasn't allowed to have. 
And if 2020 has taught me anything, it's to embrace the unexpected, to embrace the, the unnormal, throwing yourself outside of the comfort zone, um, allows you to grow and above all what's meant to be will be. So I enjoy listening to other podcasters on red hot mindset who just have that positive vibe and just kind of rolls with the punches and life can bring you all sorts of things, but it's up to us to find the, the light and the silver lining in any challenges that are thrown our way. Um, the race ended well. I, I BQ'd and was able to shave off almost 10, to, 10 minutes off of my BQ time, um, but the, the race wasn't quite what I had hoped for with the heat. Um, but that's okay. I was still extremely proud of the race time that that happened. So now here we are in winter of 2021, waiting to see what's going to happen with Boston. I have a few upcoming marathons that I am training for. If Boston should not happen in person, in the fall of 2021, but I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that we will get there, and I'm hopeful that the people who have worked so hard to get to Boston and realize their dreams, that they will be able to run the 125th Boston in person. I encourage the listeners of this podcast to keep sharing your positivity. It's motivating and you never know what listener your story is going to touch and just stay positive. Thank you for listening. The next guest who I have for you is Anat Gottfried and she is also a mother runner, Boston qualifier for 2020 and we had a great conversation. She has so much fun, just how she met her husband, how she qualified for the Boston Marathon, the training that it took, such fun and crazy stories. And so I really enjoyed talking with her. Today, she is giving us an update, but she's also getting into the heart of the mental training she's been doing this past year. And I think you're really going to enjoy it. Hi, everyone. My name is Anat Gottfried, and I was a guest on the Red Hot Mindset Show. Um, and I am a mother of three, and I did the virtual Boston Marathon this year, hoping to get into the Boston Marathon for next year. So since the last time we talked, I guess not a lot has changed um, in the sense of we are still in quarantine uh, with the kids. But I think um, mentally a lot has changed for me. Uh, since we last spoke, I, I really did stop thinking about the marathon for uh, a pretty long time. I would say until they released the date, I kind of put it in the back of my mind and just um, kind of accepted that this wasn't my reality right now. And um, uh, the minute that uh, the date was announced, um, that's when the thoughts of the finish line and envisioning how that race would be sort of popped right back into my head. I think the biggest uh, lesson that I learned in 2020 um, is to be patient. And I think that goes for everything, um, whether it's um, as it relates to sports with, you know, injuries and, um, you know, making progress and things like that. But even on the family side of, you know, with your, your kids and, you know, the e-learning and all of that stuff, I think 2020 is the year of patience. Um, and whoever doesn't have it definitely failed um, at 2020. So that to me is my, my biggest lesson learned. Um, and knowing that I'm very impatient person, it was definitely one of the biggest challenges that I had to overcome 
I like to see results fast. I like to give everything my all. And it's really hard for me to, to take a step back and, you know, relax and take it easy and be patient and know that like good things will come and I just need to persist. Um, so that's what 2020 has taught me. The end is in sight. Like I know that um, we're not quite there yet and it'll take some time, but the end really is in sight with the vaccine. Everything is just moving in the direction it should um, with all of the you know mishaps and bumps along the way. Um, at least it's in the right direction. And I say, I think that um, you should sit and you should plan. Um, I sat with my kids and I just said, okay, tell me everything that you want to do that we haven't done in the past year. And it took them a couple of minutes until they sort of got into it. But it was amazing the things that popped into their, their little heads of, you know, everything from simple things like just going to the pool and going down the water slides to wanting to go to, you know, France and Italy and all of these big, you know, um, big goals that they had in their mind. But um, I think... It's been shown that, you know, planning for something gives people more pleasure than actually um, going and doing it. So um, I would say my words of encouragement are the end is coming in a good way, <laughs> in a good way. The end of the pandemic is near and um, this is the time to sit down and plan. And that feeling that you get when you when you plan, um, that to me is the most encouraging thing. That my advice for um, being intentional um, is to set a goal and then find a lot of different ways to get to that same goal. So for instance, in this pandemic, I've adopted all kinds of different um, apps to help me do different things. I started um, weightlifting, which I hadn't really done seriously before. And um, my goal, of course, is, you know, Boston Marathon related, um, you know, race related from a fitness, um, from a fitness aspect. But what I did do is I found other ways to keep my body engaged and interested um, to get to that goal. The same goal, the same goes professionally. Um, throughout this pandemic, I made it um, a point to uh, find a new job. So now I'm working in a, a whole other um, field and I'm loving it. And so I think part of it is really not looking at what's, you know, 10 feet ahead of you, but looking really forward and saying, what do I have to do right now to get there? Um, this is the last chance during the pandemic to really have that time to, to think and reflect and start moving in the direction that you want to go um and it's easier right because you don't have to show up at work so you can allocate more time to um to that kind of um reflection and thinking um that normally just with you know the busyness of the day is just really hard to get to the third and final lesson okay probably not final because i've learned a lot of stuff this year uh, especially in the podcasting realm. But the third thing that I have learned this year is to just keep going and not quit. How many of us, the first wall or obstacle that comes, we make excuses and we say, well, maybe we're not supposed to do that or it's too hard or it's too tough or I don't know if it's worth it. And we stop. The obstacles make us stop. Or maybe we get through one, but then we hit another one. And we do the same thing. It's that mental battle. It's that struggle. Because it's so much easier to quit. But what happens when we quit? When we quit, we quit on ourselves. We, there's such a mental battle that rages and so many negative thoughts. And it, it puts us, it, it, we lose confidence. We lose uh, encouragement. We, get, we take captive the negative instead of the positive. And it's harder to start again. Once we quit, it's hard to start. And so in anything that we're doing, so this could be anything that you're doing, a goal that you have, keep pressing on. When the going gets tough, keep going, you know? And that because it's going to get tough. If you have any kind of a goal, the reason it's a goal is because it's not easy. And 
If it's not easy, it means trials are going to come. So what are we gonna do when the trials come? How are you gonna frame things? How are you gonna react to those trials? And really what it is, it's about taking small consistent steps every day toward that greater goal. It doesn't have to be these monumental steps. It doesn't have to be this huge thing, but just staying consistent and keeping on going when everything, all the noise says to quit because that's what it is. It's noise. It's lies because if God called you to it, he will bring you through it. And if you have these trials, it's probably because it's important. It's important for you to have these breakthroughs. It's important for you to grow. It's important for you to step into that fire, to be refined so you can come out stronger. You can come out to that breakthrough and you can help others on the other side. Because these goals aren't really all about us. When we hit a goal, we now know how to do it and we can help someone else. We can encourage them. Whatever your giftings are, maybe you have the gifting of encouraging or you have the gifting of teaching or discernment but you can help others along if you're willing to fight through your own things. But if you're not willing to fight through your own things, then it's hard to be able to help someone else, right? It's kind of the whole, if you have a mentor, if you take advice from someone, make sure it's somebody who's already been there, done that, because if they haven't done it, then how can they help you, right? And so when the going gets tough, keep going, don't quit. And I think, in podcasting, because there's so much negativity out there. Obviously, not everybody's going to like me. Not everybody's going to understand me. Uh, Some people are going to be blatantly rude about my message. And you know what? That's fine. But you have to create a thick skin in order to keep going. And I'm a people pleaser by nature, so I really don't like the negative. I I kind of want to curl up and just in a ball and cry if when I see negative or somebody who says, sure I like how you did that or how you do that or I don't know if I like how your hair looks or whatever it is right because people just nitpick at little things um but the more successful you are the more criticism you'll have and that's in anything you might get criticized in your job because you're raising up into the ladder um you might be criticized in how you parent you might be criticized in how you work out I mean there's so many things and especially women, I think women have, uh, we're the biggest culprits of criticizing other women. Uh, and I'm not sure if it's because it makes us feel good about ourselves or what it is, but we are nasty to each other. And I think that's something for us to remember is when we want to criticize someone, maybe we should just think about it for a minute and see where that criticism is coming from. Because a lot of times it's probably rooted in ourselves and something that we need to deal with on our own. And so is that criticism going to help improve that person or is it just being downright mean, right? So I don't know where I went, why I went that way, but really the whole point is keep going. Don't quit. Don't quit on yourself because that's who you're quitting on, yourself. We have a couple more guest updates for you today. So the next one is Jennifer Why Not, and she is also a Boston mother runner, and she has an incredible story. Actually, when we were on the podcast together, she was talking about how she overcame an eating disorder and how running has helped uh, helped her to just better her life and to be the woman she is now today. But she has an incredible story last year of recovery because they found, actually she had a stroke and then they found a PFO hole in her heart. And so she had surgeries and recovery and she is still not completely 100%, but she is back doing what she loves. And so she's gonna update us about how that went and just the mental battle that she had to deal with along the way. Hey guys, my name is Jennifer Why Not, and I was one of the runners featured in the Red Hot Mindset podcast in November, um, where I shared my story um, in my journey of running and battling an eating disorder and um, eventually qualifying for the Boston Marathon. And I wanted to just update you with um, what's going on in my world. Um, Since the podcast, I had a heart surgery um, where I had the hole in my heart repaired. 
and I recovered successfully from that and since have been cleared by both cardio and neurology and um, actually have gotten back into running, which I'm excited about. Um, I My speed is back up there. Um, I'm getting in some good miles and I, I feel good. Um, my goals right now are just to maintain and to kind of see where that goes so that my body can properly heal. Um, I do feel like it has healed, but um, I just want to be sure. Um, and if anything, that was one of the things that I, I learned in 2020 is to really value my health even more so than I um, did it in the past. So, um, so yeah, things are, are headed in the right direction. And I guess I would just say, if you are in the process now of kind of determining, you know, should I even set a goal? I mean, because COVID is still kind of a thing and it, it is still impacting life. Um, I, I want to encourage you out there to set a goal. Um, if any time is the right time to set a goal, it's right now because right now is kind of like a new beginning in a sense because all of this stuff going on is all new. It's a great opportunity to reevaluate what is it that I want for my life? What is it that I want for myself? Um, and start to build that motivation to um, make some changes that maybe you haven't had the strength to do in the past. Um, so I would encourage people to, to, to do that. And the final thing to think about, and one of the things that I've experienced as well is to learn how to have structure in your free time. One of the reasons why we always, we might not always accomplish our goals is those free days or those unstructured days, it can be easy to get off track. Um, and one of the things that I've found to be useful is to have structure, have a loose structure. Um, no, it's not going to mean that I get up and I go to work and I do X, Y, and Z. No, maybe it means that I get up, I have my cup of coffee, I maybe decide to read a book. Maybe it is that I spend a little bit of time cooking or a little bit of time um, doing some painting and such. Um, but have that loose structure because loose structure can actually assist with that, that process of continuing to work on goals and, and being able to maintain that. So thank you, and I hope that everyone is well, and go get those goals, girls. Thank you. And the last guest I want to share with you today is Lucy Liu. She's a life coach, and we had a fun little conversation back in the fall because she has a fun name. Her name is the same as a celebrity like when she was growing up. We talked about how having the same name as a celebrity actually held her back and created a lot of limiting beliefs for her. She had low self-confidence because of it, but she learned to grow through it. And so it was just a fun story. And today she's going to share a little update, some inspiration for you. And she's also going to share a little bit about the book she was a part of. She was a part of an anthology and I'll link that book for you too in case you're interested in reading it. But so much has been going on for her and here she is. Hello, hello beautiful souls. Thank you for watching. I am Lucy Liu, a business and life coach. I love empowering women in life transitions with confidence, clarity, joy, and fulfillment and I provide a dose of inspiration to your life, business, and mind in my weekly podcast, The Lucy Lou Show. It was an absolute honor to be on the Red Hot Mindset last September, where I talked about turning what appears to be a hindrance into a clear advantage. And I want to thank Gabe for also being my amazing guest on my podcast, where she talked about the power of words. In 2020, I think my biggest lesson learned was that uncertainty in life is the only certainty we truly have, and that bossing up is a mindset, and it takes a decision, only a decision. And that's exactly what I did. When the pandemic hit, I decided to boss up 
enjoying a project. And now our book is out on Amazon last week. We became international best-selling authors because we hit best-selling status in multiple categories and multiple countries. This is an exciting book called Asian Women Who Boss Up, and it profiles 18 of my sisters about our stories and triumphs and struggles and how we decided to boss up. I'm also very excited that another co-authoring book is coming out on March 11th of 2021. It's called The Rising Sisterhood. We're also, we're creating a movement for sisters to come together as a community and be seeing and feel that you're not alone on this journey to rise up. Happy pod birthday, Gabe, to your baby, Red Hot Mindset. You are absolutely amazing. You're remarkable and your clients are so lucky to have you as their guide on their journey to self-discovery and overcoming any mental barriers. If you want to step into fire and come out stronger on the other side, be sure you continue to tune in to the Red Hot Mindset and follow Gabe's inspirations because she sure inspires me. So one year of podcasting, it's a huge milestone for me. It means that I have kept going when the going went got tough. Um, and it means that I'm willing to just do what I feel like I'm called to do, no matter what. And is it hard? Most days it is. Most days it is. And so, but I love it. It's a passion of mine. And I feel like I'm using my broadcast skills that I have that I didn't get to use in the beginning. Now I get to use them and share with you and share other stories, share some teaching and some tips. And I hope that you're loving it. So remember the three things that I've learned in podcasting you can use in your own life. The first thing was to be authentically you. The second thing is to not look around at what everyone else is doing and to stay focused on what you're called to do. And number three is to just keep going and don't quit. Don't quit on yourself. And so if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with others. I would love it if you would just give a quick five-star review. You can just hit the five stars. You don't even have to say anything, but I would love to hear what you have to say. I always read them, uh, but it is a way to grow this community. And I just want you to know that I appreciate you. If it isn't, weren't for you, I would have nobody to talk to. And I really feel like that when I'm doing these episodes, I feel like I'm sitting down having a cup of coffee with you. That's kind of my goal. I want it to be feel conversational, even though it's uh, me talking at a camera or at a microphone or somebody else. But I hope that you feel that way when you are listening. And in all things, I pray you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. This will make sure you have access to all future episodes so you don't miss any of them. If you resonated with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify as reviews are an important part of growing this podcast. If you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're not a part of the free Mindful Mamas online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to www.redhotmindset.com to check out the show notes and find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. That's all for now. Talk with you real soon. Bye, winner.